I worked and traveled with Frank Sinatra for years, starting back in the late 1930s. And I was his friend when becoming a singer was just an idea to him. In the beginning of his career, we traveled on buses, and in the end, we traveled in limousines. In 1935, we dined on 15-cent dinners at an automat, and 20 years later, we dined with presidents and princes. I was his confidant during his rise in music, and remained so through the tough times in the late 1940s and early 1950s, when he lost his voice, his record contract with Columbia, and Ava Gardner. Some friends abandoned him, but I remain loyal to Frank to this day. Walter Winchell, Barbara Sinatra, and Frank's mother Dolly all agreed that I was Frank's closest friend, and that I knew him better than anyone did. Many books have been written about Frank, but because I like staying in the background, you won't find my name in most of them. Frank had nicknames for everyone. My nickname was The Clam. I'm in Nancy Sinatra's book, Frank Sinatra, An American Legend. There's a photo of me with Frank's three children. Sammy Davis Jr. took that photo. I'm also mentioned in Judith Campbell Exner's book, My Story. Judy was always a close friend of mine. I drove her to the White House a few times when she was visiting President Kennedy, and believe me, it wasn't Avon calling. When I heard that Judith was writing a book about her simultaneous love affairs with Jack Kennedy and Sam Giancana, I called her and told her straight out, Whoa, when you write that book, don't mention me in there, because Frank doesn't like me to be public in any way. I'm his behind-the-scenes guy, and I like it that way. Judith said, Okay, Tony, I'll keep you out of it. Unfortunately, when her book came out, I was in there. Fortunately, I never gave her any inside stories about Frank, which is exactly why Frank called me the Clam. Frank never wanted to have his biography written. He'd begun working with a writer on a book about his life when the writer died suddenly. Frank said, That ends it. That's an omen. That means something is in the wind. No book, no movie, no nothing. That was as close as Frank came to telling his own story. And believe me, he could tell some stories. Writers contact me all the time trying to get me to tell them stories for their books and newspaper articles, but I know better. Frank hated two kinds of people, photographers and newspaper reporters. If I introduced a guy to Frank and the guy said he was a writer, forget it. Frank would have dumped me completely. Frank told me not to talk to anybody. What happened between us stayed between us. If anyone asked me a question about Frank's personal life, I walked in the opposite direction. The reporters never got near me unless they were friends of Frank and could be trusted, like Walter Winchell, Jimmy Cannon, and Earl Wilson. Even with those writers, I never discussed Frank's personal life. If they wanted information, I told them to go see Frank, and that was the end of it. I still don't talk to journalists and writers, out of loyalty to Frank. But it bothers me that all the books coming out about Frank are written by people who weren't part of his life. They didn't know Frank, Dean, or Sammy personally, and had never even seen Frank perform. Still, they're writing books based on fragments and third-hand stories. What can they write about? They weren't there. 
Frank and I spent thirty years together. We lived together through the best years and the worst years, and I knew his every mood. Walter Winchell wrote in his column, The closest person to Frank Sinatra is Tony Consiglio. Earl Wilson wrote the same thing about my relationship with Frank. I knew when to talk to him, and I knew when to leave him alone. I knew Frank's first wife, Nancy, and we still write each other to this day. I had the great privilege of being close to his three children, Nancy, Jr., Frank, Jr., and Tina. I was around during his days with Bobby Soxers and his marriages to Ava Gardner, Mia Farrow, and Barbara Sinatra. Through it all, I stayed with Frank. I've traveled everywhere and dined at the finest restaurants. I partied until sunrise with Jack.